go to Ross, Doug. I like to dress for less. I go to Ross. Do you? Get shoes occasionally. Mm -hmm. I made a purchase yesterday I don't think you're going to approve of. Okay. You're not going to like it at all. You know, we've not been, personally, not professionally, you're not going to like we it. We also have talked about you need to stop spending money on stuff that you don't actually need. And what did you do? Do you know those shoes with the wheels on them, those Heelys? Yeah. For the children? For children, yes. I found a pair in my size, uh -huh. which is a size nine. Mm-hmm. Bought a pair of those Heelys, man. Did you really? What am I going to do with those? I'm like in my mid-40s. I know. I can't be wheeling around here at work. You're I'm not going to do it out in public. A lady, If a lady sees a grown man on Heelys, I think it's over. But I couldn't resist them Heelys, man. There's a lot of things you've done that have already made it over for you. So I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know if it counts against you anymore. Is not, does not a part of you, though, want to... Want a Heely? Want a What's skate? A he uh, the skate? You're talking about the thing that looks like a tennis shoe. Mm -hmm. And then somehow you can pop out these wheels and yeah. drive around on the wheels. Correct. That's for children, man. Then why do they sell it in adult size? <laughs> well, they might have adult size pacifiers. Are you going to get one of those? <laughs> no, you I do mean, that. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, how can you? I mean, just because you get older, you still can have fun, right? Yeah, I mean, you can have fun, but I mean, there's also sort of the society and the way they're going to view you. I just don't know how a lady would feel about that, going to your house. And you've already got a ceramic cat over there, and you, you've never been married. She looks over there and there's wheelies. I'm just Heelys. not sure. She's going to think, hey, man, this Heelys. is a fun-loving badass. That's I what she's going to think. I think so, man. Are you going to be one of those dudes? Because I go uh, to the gathering place, and they got that skate park and all that. <laughs> Can you go over there with the teens <laughs> on your wheelies? Heelys? No. Huh? It ain't, it's not for long distances, man. It's just for little, you know, if you're just walking along, want to do a little, little skate. A little scooting? Yeah. I don't know what it is about Ross, but uh, I, I can't get enough. Probably, like, top ten angriest I've ever been at you was recently, and it had to do with Ross. Because we went to Ross? Yes, because we went to Salt Lake City to ski. Yeah? And, you know, you got these breathtaking mountains, and there's all sorts of things we can do in Salt <laughs> Hold on. This is a true story. It's unbelievable how much he loves Ross. So, you know, isn't that a store for girls? Well, that's sexist now, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it, though? Do they sell men's clothing in there? Uh, I don't know. Yes, they okay, do. Right. You were so in there. We go Moron. to Salt Lake City. This is a true story. I can't believe it. And there's all these things you can go do in Salt Lake City. Great restaurants, maybe go to a brewery, go to um, the, the Mormon Tabernacle and all that stuff. I swear we're in Salt Lake City, and this dude wants to go to Ross. And I was infuriated because, you know, we spent a lot of money to get out there. And one hour of our trip, which is precious time, was spent at Ross, I'd which, never which been, you can go to in Tulsa. I'd never been to a Ross in Utah. Was it different? No. <laughs> Did you, why didn't you get your wheelies then? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put them on my heelys, ride them around work, and get us both fired. <laughs> why would I get fired? Because me and you are partnership. Oh, I see. All right. Well, Isn't the owner of the company in town like next week? I'm going to just skate right oh, into him. Oh, I dare you. <laughs> Sometimes you don't appreciate not being in pain until you've been in pain, and then you go, geez, this sucks. This is not fun. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty. Good day, Daniel. Uh, I'm, I'm hurting a little bit this morning, Daniel, and here's what happened. Over the weekend, Memorial Day, it was a, a cool night. It was going to be in the 60s, and I decided to sleep in the hammock. Okay. Boy, and, things are uh, so bad over there. Ty not only doesn't even sleep in the <laughs> living room on the couch, he sleeps outside in the yard in a hammock. I sleep out in the na nature, yeah. And uh, I said, it's going to be a great like night to go sleep in the hammock. And so I did. I went out there, and it was a beautiful night, and it was a great night. I was looking up at the stars, and I saw the moon up there and everything, and I, I fell right to sleep. 
mm-hmm. like a little baby. It was great. And this is not a hammock that is like the white rope that you drink sweet tea out of. This is a hammock that's made for sleeping in, for camping. It, it looked to me like one of those nylon hammocks that you might, like, fold up and keep in your car and take with you if you went ha- camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it's, not like a big, beautiful... No, it's $20, and mm-hmm. uh, it's made for sleeping. You can wrap yourself up like a cocoon. And I get out there, and I'm just like, this is the greatest thing ever. I love this. It's about 68 degrees. It's perfect. And uh, I go to sleep. And the next thing I know is I'm on the ground. Oh, no. I'm on the ground. Now, I had raised the hammock up a little bit because it's always been out in the yard, so it's kind of gotten, like, loose, I guess. So I raised it up, and I slept about four feet off the ground. And in the middle of the night, about 4 a.m., I wake up, and I'm on the ground. And it's the first time that I remember since I was, like, I don't know, a teenager where you you ever fall down and you lose your wind? Like, what do they call that? (laughs) You got the breath knocked out of you. Yeah, I got the breath knocked out of me. And... With no warning, by the way, normally when you fall, you have like, oh, I'm falling, and you'll put your hand out, or, you know, you'll do something. In the middle of the night, this hammock split in the middle, and I fell right to the ground. And I look up, and I see the stars, except I can't breathe. And it took me about a minute to collect myself and realize what had happened, because this was just in the middle of the night, like no warning whatsoever. And I get up, and I collect myself, and I go back in the house because now I can't sleep in the hammock because it's broken. And the next day, my wife goes, oh, by the way, I saw the hammock. What happened out there? I said, well, it exploded in the middle of the night, and I fell to the ground from about four feet all the way to the ground. Are you hurt, Tig? I said, no, I'm not hurt. But I guess, like, when you're in your 40s, like, there's a delayed reaction or something. Like, the next day, I felt fine. But now, like, I'm all sore. I bet you have a ginormous, disgusting bruise on your back, too. I kept looking, man. I took my shirt off yesterday and looked in the mirror. I never saw anything, but it feels like I would. But there's a difference. Like, my 7-year-old falls out of that hammock all the time. You know, he's roughhousing, and he falls out of the side of it. No problem. But when you're 40, that's an event suddenly, right? I mean, you're in such in such shape now that human furniture can't hold you. You just bust right through a hammock and hit the ground. <laughs> Apparently. That's bad, man. If you're, you can't even sleep on hammocks anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, is it my weight? What what happened there? But the hammock was out in the yard for like two straight years getting sun damaged. And so I think it just like the threads came apart. Mm-hmm. But in any case. You think the threads just came apart? Do not fall out of a hammock at 40-something. You just think a miraculous thing happened where the threads just came undone for no yes, reason. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my countenance. It wasn't my weight. It was, the, it it was, was your weight. Fault. It was your weight plus gravity was too much for that hammock to hold. But I got to tell you, I had also uh, taken my keys out of my pocket and put them under the hammock, so oh, God, I laid it on my keys. And that's also where your dog goes to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a worst-case scenario in it's every bad. sense of the word. Yeah. Did you think for a second that you were dying? Like, if I wake up and I can't breathe and I see stars and I'm looking straight up at the sky, I'm thinking that's it. It was menacing, to say the least. I was concerned. Boy, what a and way to it go. It took me a minute, like literally 60 seconds to even, like, calculate what was going on so (laughs) um get a new camping hammock and uh don't sleep in it ever is my advice why don't you sleep inside your home because it was a nice night i thought it was going to be great i didn't have to work the next day i said i could sleep you know late or whatever and um boy can you massage my back today i don't i i I do want to kind of look now i bet you bruise at this age like a banana (laughs) (laughs) it's like 
All messed up. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's High Country with Tag and Dano. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull. Today's High Country with Tag and Dano. What is today? We're going to be confused all week now because today is... Uh, Tuesday, I believe. And so tomorrow we'll think it's Friday and then Thursday we'll think it's Monday. Like, it's going to mess us up, right? Uh, last night, you, I saw that you guys... How did you guys get the Savannah Banana tickets? We didn't. Uh, the genius idea was to go to uh, a restaurant across from the Savannah Bananas and watch it on the Jumbotron. Well, for those of you that don't know what Savannah Bananas are, I think you would describe them as like kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters, but for baseball. Yeah, they they like wear stilts when they pitch and they wear dresses. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, we thought, okay, so we couldn't get tickets. And they even tried. Um, they were like $500 a piece. And even what? then, they said that uh, the Savannah Bananas doesn't sell them online like that. So you might get scammed anyway. So I wasn't going to touch that. So we went across the street to watch it on the Jumbotron. So we saw we were there for the atmosphere and all that, but uh, they didn't really show it on the Jumbotron. Like, you had to be in the stadium. And what was cool, though, is there's a lot of apartment buildings next to the stadium. And, man, everybody was throwing a party, and people were just looking out their windows or their balconies watching the Savannah Bananas. And, I mean, it was loaded with people. It was really fun. It was a great atmosphere, but I didn't get to see much because they didn't show it on the Jumbotron. I saw somebody on Facebook said that they had gotten Taylor Swift tickets, and it was easier to get Taylor Swift tickets than it was to try to get those it Savannah Bananas. hard, man. And it they're going to play hard. in Oklahoma City tonight, or they played the previous night? I, I, know, I know that they're going to be soon. Oklahoma City was on the schedule. I'm not sure when, but uh, Tulsa, it was... It, it's hard to get people to come watch minor league baseball. I mean, let's be honest about it. I love baseball. I can sit through it, but I could see where other people go, you know, I'm not into this. But the Savannah Bananas, they figured out, like, how to make it work. And, I mean, it was sold out. People were in their apartments just trying to get a glimpse of it all. They really figured out something special. They really and next have. time they come to town, make sure you – because I thought, oh, I'll just get tickets day of or something. No, no, no. It sold out, like, immediately. Yeah, I even had got on, like, the waiting list or whatever. And even when I signed up for the waiting list, they were like, you know what? We're probably not going to have any tickets, but we'll still put you on the list just yeah. in case. Isn't there a documentary about them, too? Is it on, I think it's on Hulu or Prime, and it's about their marketing and all that. And they, they're really on to something. Like, I saw your son went and, even though he didn't go to the game, still bought a bunch of the merch and stuff. Yeah, he got, a, like, a banana hat and all this stuff. I Brilliant. Mean, they're really smart about what they're doing. So next time they come around, guys. Get on immediately and buy tickets. Uh, I don't think you're going to regret it at all. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, it's 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, you're going to hate this. I haven't told you what I'm going to do here, but you're going to hate it. You're you're just going to hate it. What is it, tips on something? No. Because Daniel it gets mad. Something along those Daniel lines. Daniel gets mad if it's raining outside and I tell you to turn your wipers. He's no, like, oh, I think it's, I think that's what people on the radio do and they don't know what else to say. They that's will, crazy. They'll either A, tell you what day it is. They'll say happy whatever day it is. If happy it's raining, Tuesday. Yeah, if it's raining, they'll say, oh, it's on a rainy morning. Turn on those windshield wipers. Mustn't hit the children. So you think it's just uh It's laziness. Okay. And non-creative, you know, nothing. You have no creative thought. Let me tell you about Hannah Kaufman. Hannah Kaufman is a good speller from right here in Tulsa. She's going to the National Spelling Bee. You ever seen that on, like, ESPN? They put it on ESPN, by the way. Like, a you know, kind of a, like a sport, and then they give them words, and they got to spell it. Mm -hmm. Hannah Kaufman is uh, 13 years old from Tulsa. She's going to Washington, D.C. to compete in the National Spelling Bee. So I thought... 
Seventh grade uh, spelling questions would be good for you. No, because I couldn't do second grade spelling questions. <laughs> you can take this caller, let them try to spell them. I can't spell anything. And I literally am the worst speller on earth. Can you spell admit? A-D-M-I-T? There you go. So you're good at this. No. Why you so hard That's been the only one I get right. Hey, who is this? Never mind. Um, ugh, All right. No. So uh, other... Other words she might have to spell. Hannah from Tulsa. I'll give you these words, and you you spell them. Complex. C O M P L E X. See, you're good at this. Why are you so hard? Th- on these yourself? words are not going to be in a spelling bee, my friend. Evident. Evident. Yeah. E V E D I. I don't know. I lost it already. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Evident. E V A. D I T. I don't you're know. Not even thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know. That I don't know. Bad. I'm told you I'm the worst speller in the world. 100% terrible speller. Try evident one more time. No. All right, how about fatigue? F-A-T-I-G-E? <laughs> Dude, are you, like, serious? I'm not kidding. When have I ever spelled fatigue? I don't have that gift right, where I can about, hear it and, like, sound it out and all that. How about idol, like American idol? I-D-O-L, that one I can spell. There you go. Look at you go. So smart. I'm so proud of you. What about knit? Like, you know, you're knitting. Oh, K N I T. Boy, I, I'd almost rather hear tips than this. Phrase. <laughs> phrase. Could you spell phrase? Phrase? Oh no, this is an easy one, and I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> I know P H something. Yeah, P H something. <laughs> I'm sure that'll work in the B. I wouldn't be in the B. Daniel is so red right now. Like, what is wrong? Because I told you I'm a, te- a terrible speller. You can't spell phrase? I should be able to, but I don't want to attempt it because I'm going to sound like a, even more of a moron. Is it P-H-R-A-S-E? Wait, wait, what did you say? Well, you've already judged me as correct, so. P-H-R-A-S-E. Isn't that yeah, what I I'll said? I'll give you one more, okay. Vertical. Vertical. This is what Hannah from Tulsa is going to have to be spelling in. DC. V E R T I C L E. You are bad. <laughs> I told, listen. Yeah. I'm telling him not to get Well, you spelling. do this to me. You make me spell words sometimes. No, I so. don't. Yeah, yeah. When, is, uh, when have we ever done a spelling bee? Well, uh, anyway, I'm glad you didn't make the cut because uh, you would be yeah. losing for Oklahoma right now. But Hannah's going up there and she's going to be uh, against like 250 people. Did you was the national spelling champion? Did you com- did you compete in spelling bees in school? Yeah, I did. Did you win or how did you do? Mm, I lost because uh, I misspelled quicksand, but I came in second. <laughs> if that's okay. How did you misspell quicksand? You thought it was two words. I didn't put the ck. I put a k instead of in the word quick. Like so, quick trip. Yeah. Like quicksand I, is what took you out. Yeah, that's what got me. <laughs> Okay. Apparently, any word would take you out, so I don't want to hear it. It's 98.5. Well, at least I wouldn't make it to the very end and then, like, quicksand. Blow it, yeah. Did your son do them? Mm -mm. Not that I know of. I think what got to me with the spelling bee that was so bad, not only being a bad speller, but also the nerves. Like, I didn't like to be, you know, you're lined up in a line there, and then you must, you're, you're put on the spot. Yes. And I give people a hard time if they can't get the quiz right. If they're put on the spot, I should remember what it was like for me when I had to stand up there and be put on the spot and, you know, 
well, publicly the, shamed. You're on the radio doing this, so you are no, publicly that, that's shamed. a big difference than a spelling bee. And I don't think, I really don't think in my school when they had spelling bees, I don't think we had a choice to enter or not enter. You know what I'm saying? Like, this wasn't something you signed up for. I think it was a mandatory like kind of thing in class. Yeah. Volcano. Can you spell that? Uh, Lord, V-O-L, Vol, C-A-N-O? I don't know. Dude, you did it. Okay, good You're for good. me. You're <laughs> good. congratulations. It's 98.5 The Bull. Uh, no more spelling, but we got a lot of winning coming up, Daniel, because we got a chance for you to go to our cornhole tournament, our cornament. Yeah, come watch the cornament. We'll have uh, tickets up for grass, the 98.5 The Bull fight. 7.40 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Five the Bull, today's High Country with Ty again, no Daniel. Daniel, you're an animal lover. I love uh, pets, too. And uh, you got a dog that uh, you're crazy about. And uh, from time to time, if you go on vacation, you got to board your dog sometimes. Mm-hmm. Every now and then that, that'll happen, unless you have a good neighbor or something. But, uh, you know, then you look at the prices of boarding. I swear I could stay in, like, a hotel sometimes for the prices it costs to put your dog in, like, a kennel for a night, right? And then they add insult to injury, and you got a great story about this. Your dog, who doesn't, I don't think, understands English. He may understand some words, but you think they know what's going on, and uh, you go to board your dog one day, and I'm about to have to do this with my dog, I think. And then uh, they go, okay, great. He can stay in the kennel for so many days. By the way, we have this thing going on, and then they they add on to it. I was uh, dropping him off. I was going to have him stay there while I went to work, and they go, uh, by the way, (laughs) <laughs> By the way, that sounds like money right away. We're having a pool party today where the dogs will get to play in a like a you know a little swimming pool, and we'll also give them frozen treats. Would you like your dog to do that, or just stay in the kennel and watch the party from its cage? <laughs> and I was like, well, don't ask me right in front of the dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog's like, hey man, you know. And it was like an party. extra five, six bucks. Of course, you're gonna have to do that add-on. Nobody's gonna be like, no, 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 no. Just put him in that cage. Make him make him cry for an hour or two. Yeah, it's and like then they, weird, they, like, they'd have these add-ons that's like, do you want extra treat for your dog? Extra petting, extra playtime, <laughs> comfort before bed, and they these all these add-ons. Yeah, it's tough because, and I know your dog doesn't understand English, but it's especially mm-hmm. hard to turn them down while your dog's looking at you going, dude, I'd like a popsicle and a pool today. But I could see like not, I, it was easy to turn down like the extra food and things like that. But to make the poor thing watch a pool party going on and it's just stuck in its kennel is just too they're much. They're dirty, man. They know what they're doing. <laughs> I know, but it is also cruel to to add extra thing like extra pets on or, you know, like things like, like we'll, that. Well, we'll pay very good attention to them for extra money. Right. Like that that seems like it should be included. Right. And if but we're no. going to have a pool party, all the dogs should be included. Right. And I wonder if there was like a, a an owner that said, no, I don't want the popsicle and pool party. And that poor dog sat in that kennel watching the other dogs raising hell. Yeah. And that's what I that's thought tough. about. I thought, man, that's got to be uh They get you with the price decision. point. They like, oh, 30 bucks a night. But then when you get there, it's really going to be like $50 a night if you really want your dog to have a good time. Why don't we start up a pet boarding place? I know. And then we'll do the add-ons. We'll be like, listen, I'll let your dog walk. Let him walk. What does that mean? I won't keep him in the cage the whole weekend oh, for an yeah. extra fifty dollars. Yeah, like. for an extra thirty bucks, no beating. <laughs> Pretty much, it's ninety-eight five the bull. All right, here we go. It's ninety-eight five the bull in our ninety-eight five the bull fight right now, Daniel. It's uh, tickets to our cornament, which is our cornhole tournament. This is uh, so you can come and hang out at Kane's Ballroom, have a drink or two if you want, and uh, watch 
and see who wins the big money. And Daniel, who we got today? We have got John, a first responder, taking on Chris, a pipe fitter. Hello, gentlemen. How are you two today? Good. Good, good morning. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's not let's try to keep this civil here. Uh, Today's questions will be about money cliches. I will give you a cliche about money, and you'll have to fill in the blank. And the reason we're doing money cliches, Ty, is you know, you can still enter at thebulltulsa.com to play Tiger Daniels Cornament. Top prize, 600 bucks. Hey there. Only $40 to get in. And uh, got just a few slots left. You can register at thebulltulsa.com. But, John and Chris, I will ask you some uh, – I'll give you some cliches about money. You fill in the blanks, and the most out of – 10 wins. John, you're up first. Fill in the blank. Money doesn't grow on blank. Trees. Trees is correct. Chris, fill in the blank. The rich keep getting blank. Richer. Richer. John, money makes the world go blank. Round. Round is correct. Chris, a blank for your thoughts. Penny. Penny is correct. John. Money is the root of all blank. Evil. That is correct. Chris, put your money where your blank is. Mouth. That is also correct. We are tied up three to three. Two questions to go. John. Money burning a hole in one's blank. Pocket. Correct. Chris, blank is money. Huh? Say again. What is it? Blank. Say it again. Blank is money. That? That is money is incorrect. Ty, help him out. Is it time is money? Time is money. Time. John, a nickel ain't worth a blank anymore. A dime? A dime. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. Chris, worth its blank in gold. Wait. Wait is correct. Uh, with that, John has five. Chris has four. John has defeated Chris in the 98-5 The Bull fight. John, you can hang on to these tickets to the tournament if you want, or you can give them to Chris. It's totally up to you this morning. Chris, if you would enjoy going there, you're welcome to him. Uh, I won't be able to go. All right. Well, so, John, hold on. For the first time ever, let me explain what's going on here. John has now given his tickets to Chris, who in turn has given them back to John. John, will you now hold on to the tickets or give them back to Chris? Oh, I'll take them. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, Don't hurt our feelings or anything by... fighting over who has to keep the for the first time ever the bullfight was who has to keep the tickets <laughs> I know. Like, and we're gonna be there that, that hurts our feelings well now they're now he's gonna go throw them in the arkansas river <laughs> no 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 all right chris well uh tell all your friends that you will be at the tiger daniel tournament and they can also still register at the bulltulsa.com thank you oh uh, you're so welcome and uh daniel we can sign up to play cornhole went up to 600 bucks in cash TheBullTulsa.com, and the great thing about Cornhole is to make a team, you only need you and one other person. That's right. And then you get to come up with a name. We'll give you T-shirts. It's going to be a lot of fun. TheBullTulsa.com. We're back. Dana, we're coming back at 810 with a chance to fly away to see Luke Holmes.
on 98.5 The Bulls. So don't change the channel. Good morning. Daniel, I got a, uh, an etiquette question for you regarding text messaging. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Here's basically what the deal is. If you're ever like in a meeting or you're busy and you hear your phone go off, you will look at your phone for a second and go, oh, okay, Daniel has texted me. I'll tell you what I'll do. After the meeting, I'll text him back. But then I forget. And then I'll go through my phone every now and then and go, oh, my God, two weeks ago, Daniel sent me a message. Should I respond? What do you what do you say to that? Like, if you're two weeks late responding, should you respond or just pretend like it didn't happen? I think a nice thing to do is, oh, I thought I responded to this or something like that. Uh-huh. You think that'll work? What do you mean work? Uh, it's If but, it's the truth, then that's what it is. Yeah, but it seems like you're being uh, a bit of a diva if you can't text somebody back for two weeks. So my policy is I don't text them back ever. That's the wrong thing to do. Is it really? A- anytime you consider something that you're going to do, do the opposite. Wait, just me? Just you mostly, yeah. <laughs> like if you say, oh, I meant to text this guy back and didn't, I'll just ignore him. Don't do that. Just say like, oh, man, sorry about that. I meant to text you back. Gotcha. You, you, what kind of meeting are you in that you can't text? Well, I mean, I don't know. We're like, it's rude for me to text while my boss is talking to me. So I'll look down and go, oh, okay, there's a... You act like your boss is Kim Jong-un in your North Korea's boardroom. You can text back during a meeting. It's I don't not... think so. I think it's uh, inconsiderate. Like a, uh, Inconsiderate why... to your friend also, or by the, the boss? Way, why does it drive me crazy that I sit down and my wife's on the couch and I want to watch something? Like, I'm thinking about watching this thing called Bama Rush about Rush at Alabama uh-huh. and how crazy it is. But she'll be over there texting the entire time, and it, 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 like, bothers me. Like, almost like somebody reading over my shoulder. I'm like, you know, we're watching this together, and she's distracted by this phone. Is that wrong of me? I don't know. I mean, did y'all agree to watch it together? Yeah. It was the plan? Yeah. Then she should get off the phone. Thank you. Tell her. Don't bring me into this. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> like, don't get me in trouble with your wife. But I think if you and somebody else decide to watch a show together, yes, I don't think there should be any texting allowed. Like, when I'm talking to somebody... And, and they're texting, it, it bothers me because I'm like, wow, I don't have their undivided attention. But my wife always say, I can do two things at once. You can't do both. You I, can't, I don't think yeah. you can. Can you? Are ladies that talented that they can text and listen to They might claim whining? they can, but they're not watching the whole thing. I think, yeah, if, if she says that, that y'all are going to watch a show together mm-hmm. and she's texting, I think that's just as bad as texting during dinner. Will you tell her for me? No, never. I'm scared of her. Me too. <laughs> Daniel, we're about eight minutes away from a chance for you to win a Luke Combs Fly Away. Get your vacation handled here on 98.5 The Bull. But in the meantime, Daniel, you've got a visitor in town. Your mom's in town for, uh, like, my mom comes to town, and I, I think she barely wants to see me. She'll come in town for, like, two days. She only wants to talk to her grandkid, and, you know, I'm nothing. Your mom, on the other hand, will say, you'll say, how, how long are you staying? She, two weeks. Two weeks. Two-week visit. Yeah, well, and but, uh, you know it's not so bad now. I just got this house, um, so now I have two bedrooms. It used to be she would stay in my room, and I just had to sleep on the couch for two uh-huh. weeks. So now there's plenty of room, and that's a good thing. Well, you uh, coined the phrase that I know of, uh, "eating show," mm-hmm. and your mom, she likes to eat and she likes to watch shows, and so sometimes she'll put on a show and eat during that show. Last time she was here, um, I came home after work. It's about 10 or 11. She's having a sandwich. And what is she choosing to watch for her eating show? Uh, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) She was in there eating like a sandwich watching Dahmer. I was like, how can you eat and watch this? This guy's doing all kind of weird stuff. I know. Making love to cadavers. And she's having a sandwich while while watching it. And the guy in that miniseries, Dahmer, 
tried to give her his neighbor a sandwich made of a dude. Mm-hmm. And your mom's eating the sandwich. My mom's funny about television. Like, she will not watch anything that has a single cuss word in it. If there's cussing, she's like, turn it right now. Meanwhile, she'll watch NCIS with a badly burned man. <laughs> you know, like somebody's and, burned And Dahmer, up. who ate people. Yeah, and Dahmer's doing it with mannequins, and she'll watch no. that while she's eating. But if Say if the Dahmer, S word, no. Yeah, yeah, eating right. guys, no problem. He said, damn, turn it. <laughs> Put it on something wholesome, like a guy making love to mannequins. <laughs> Good luck with your next two weeks. <laughs> It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Dana. We got a Luke Combs flyaway chance. How about that? Thanks to Moe Light, right, Dana? That's right. And we've got Leanne on the phone. Leanne, you've won that Miller Lite Luke Combs prize pack that includes that $50 gift card to do a Ty and Daniel beer run for some Miller Lite. And you're qualified now to go see Luke Combs. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. So, Leanne, you said you grew up in Tulsa. You spent your whole life here. What is something that Tulsa used to have that you wish would come back? So much. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) well, you know, I grew up going to Bells. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Casa Bonita was, was always a fun place. I mean, it's just, you know, change is good, but change is constant. So, you know, it's some of the things are just aren't going to come back. What if Casa Bonita was so popular? Why did it stop? What happened with that? You know, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know what happened with the ownership or or anything. I know that they've reopened one somewhere else. You know, they brought it back. I can't remember where, but they're, they're going to open was, one in Denver. But these are like the people, the creators of South Park opened it, and I I saw like some oh video my. of the inside of it, some pictures. It must have been the upkeep on the interior of the place must have been so so expensive. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. Maybe. I don't know. It was it was really interesting though, all the different places inside, you know, but I don't know. And the food was decent. But what was it like in there? Yeah. Well, they had caves. You could go in, it was like you were sitting in a cave or you were sitting in a market and there was a a you know, a thing that you know, that was on a unicycle that went on a wire over you that came by every once in a oh, while. Wow. And and then they had a game room, you know, with arcade games, and they had a fortune reader machine in there. And I don't know, it was just different areas that were, you know, you could just sit, you know, I don't know. It was just a lot of fun. You know, Daniel, you know that guy Chief I know? Mm-hmm. This guy Chief hangs out in my neighborhood. He went over to Casa Bonita and got the front door of it. Like when they scrapped the place. Oh, wow. And he turned around and sold it for $5,000. Like it was a collector's item. But he, did he own the door? I mean, he bought he just... it from the guy who okay, was tearing down the place or something. Wow. And he got it for like a few hundred bucks and then went, turned it around, sold it for $5,000. So it must have been like quite wow. the landmark, right? Yes. It was really popular. I know, like I said, I don't know why they, they shut down, but. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> a little reminiscing well, you today. depressed Leanne thinking <laughs> about sorry, the past. Leanne. She's like, well, <laughs> well, things used to be good. Yeah. <laughs> but now things are good for you, Leanne, because you're qualified now to uh, take that trip to see Luke Combs live in concert. How about that? I'm excited. Thank and, you so much. And by the way, what is today? I'm confused because we had a holiday yesterday. What is today? Well, today's a 
Tuesday, Monday. Tuesday, I mean, it's Monday, Monday right? for me. Yeah, well, it's a Monday for me because we were off yesterday, but it's Tuesday, so I don't know. It's going to feel like Monday all day long. So that means, Dana, we do this week. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We got the rest of the week lined up for you right. when that Luke comes fly away here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Thank you, Leah. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park, which opened this uh, past weekend, Memorial Day weekend, Daniel. And uh, we got a guy here in town. Did you see this? He turned 100 years old. He served in the Second World War. And we're running out of those veterans. You know, as they age, and uh, we're losing those veterans, but this guy is 100 years old and broken arrow. This is from News on 6. It was a happy 100th birthday for Charles Allred as he was inducted into the Centenarians of Oklahoma Hall of Fame with his friends and family by his side. Overwhelmed, really. I ain't nothing great, and I know it. But I always try to treat everybody decent. Charles was born in Alfalfa, Oklahoma. He graduated high school in 1941 and then went into the Navy and earned a Purple Heart for his service. Got shrapnel in the head. And it so happened that I stopped the biggest piece of shrapnel of any survivor. What a guy. 100 years old, too. And I got to tell you, you can't see the video, but he looks like super, like, Okay, he looks better than me. Well, yeah, everybody does, but um, and he even has shrapnel, got hit with shrapnel and all that. Shrapnel in his head, and he said it was the biggest piece, and it stopped it from hitting other people, so the guy's a hero, and he's 100 years old. You know, back then, like, everybody, because the Second World War with, you know, everything going on in Europe, people served, and they didn't complain. They call it the greatest generation. He's 100 years old. You know, like, nobody was exempt. Like, even Elvis Presley had to sign up, you know, and serve. Major League Baseball players, had they had to cancel baseball because those were all young guys, too, and they were expected to serve. And so what a generation that was, 100 years old. Congratulations to him. Also, Daniel, did you see this, that um, an airline is asking you to step on a scale before you get on the airplane? What do you make of that? Well, I guess it depends on why they're weighing me. Are they trying to now charge more? No, this, it's simple science. They do something called a weight and balance. And I guess airlines, they kind of just guess what everybody weighs on average. And they might say, okay, an adult human weighs 200 pounds. But this airline, they want to get down to the nitty gritty and figure out exactly how much uh, the the passengers are going to weigh on this flight. So they ask you to step on a scale. And, you know, have you ever been on like an almost empty flight? And it's kind of weird because they'll put some people in the front, but then there's people in the back. That's to balance out the aircraft. And so it is like a serious thing in the uh, Air New Zealand, which I've never heard of, and we probably won't have to encounter that. But now, if you fly that airline, they're going to make you weigh. I mean, I hope they keep it private. Well, if it's for safety, uh, yes, weigh me every time. Yeah, but what if everybody saw you? If it comes between the head and the plane not being safe, yeah, I don't <laughs> care. I'll tell everybody how much I weigh. All right, good enough. How much, how much do you weigh? I weigh about 160. Oh, not bad. You're good to go. Uh, got a dad here. His son was uh, exiting the school bus, so he decided to try to embarrass him by singing uh, School's Out right when his son was getting off the bus there for summer break. During an interview, the dad reveals what he did last year that was even more embarrassing. <laughs> He 
year before, I wore some Speedos and I was running down the street in some flippers and a snorkel mask, running to the bus to pick him up. So that was a particularly fun one. I think that's the most embarrassed I think he's ever been. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, if you wore a Speedo last year, just playing a silly song is not going to embarrass him at all. No. What did you do? You uh, you used to date a lady and you got very close to her son. You're still close to his, uh, her son. You used to drop him off and do something to embarrass him, right? I used to uh, play, like, some bluegrass music and be like, yee <laughs> coming to school. Which Caden's coming to school. Looking back at it, it's probably not very nice to do. It's a weird age because he was, like, in middle school, right? Right. Like, that's, like, like not an age to mess with somebody. Well, when he was little, little, you know, he was all right. But then he got a little older, and I was like, hey, you better knock this off. You get this kid beat up. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was not the place that was uh, that enjoyed bluegrass music and things like that. Uh, how about this? Uh, UMass Boston students, they got their college graduation. They got one of those speakers, you know, like a keynote speaker, and then they gave them all a bunch of gifts. Mm -hmm. Well, they were each given $1,000 with a minor catch. $500 of it they got to keep for themselves. The other $500 they had to give to a family member, a supporter, or a local organization that helped them over the years. Here's the moment it happened. Which that's interesting to me because I wonder back when I graduated college who I would have given the $500 to, the, the, the person that helped me the most. It's not a bad idea. It's kind of like paying it forward. I mean, like I had a realtor that helped me get a house and she sent me a Christmas card. And in the Christmas card was a gift not for me. It was $50 to the charity of your choice, which I thought was kind of cool. Well, Daniel doesn't like that. but Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you're you, going to give rather... me a gift, give me the gift. Don't <laughs> give me a gift that I have to then give away. <laughs> that was nice, but, but uh, not a bad idea there. 500 for you, 500 for somebody else. I don't think I got anything for graduation. I'm sure your they family like, gave leave. you graduation. Not the institution. Oh, right. I, I wonder if we were asked to speak at a commencement ceremony. I mean, maybe we could do, like, $5 Panera gift cards. <laughs> Kids. If that's the new thing now. You invite some rich guy to come talk at your graduation so that you will then get a yeah, big that's present. The, the universities do that because the rich Why? people are so honored to be asked. Then the university has in the back of their head, this guy's about to drop some money to help us build a new building or something. Why aren't high schools doing that? It might trick. Heck, we might have a, a kindergarten commencement speech one day. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we're going to pay for all of your right? colleges, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Daniel, we're back tomorrow with another another chance at that Luke Combs flyaway. That's at 810, and we got it all week here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. I feel a little guilty about something, Daniel, and uh, you can tell me if I should feel guilty or not. Uh but here's the situation. Um, I am going to New York City this weekend to see my niece graduate. Mm -hmm. My sister moved from Alabama to New York City when she was, I don't know, 20 years old. And she spent her life in New York City. And she's going to retire and she's going to come back to Alabama and things. But I'm going up there to see my niece graduate. In the meantime, Daniel, my, uh, my wife lost her dad this year. And so her mom, is, you know, a bit lonely, I would say. I mean, she's not used to not being married and having somebody around. And I said, why don't we take your mom to New York City? Now, this is a lady that's never left Alabama except one time to go to Colorado. And uh, 
I'm I'm concerned because she's going to have so much culture shock because she's just in a small, a very small town in Alabama, and now she's going to go to New York City with me. And I'm used to New York City. You and I used to live there. You worked at MTV. I worked at David Letterman. Uh, so I kind of know the ropes, but she is going to be shocked. And because of this, we're concerned. Like, this is a lady. My, my wife's mom doesn't even drive to what she consi considers a big city, which would be like uh, driving to Tulsa. Like, mm -hmm. that, that's too big for her. And now she's going to New York City. And so I think you told my wife about this. You said, here's what you can do. At the airport, you can request wheelchair assistance. Now, the lady is mobile. She can walk fine. But it's not really about that. It's about she has never left the state of Alabama, and now she's going to have to figure out which gates to get to. And so if you request wheelchair service, they'll take you to the gate. So it's not really a function if she can't walk. It's having somebody deliver her to the right places. Should I feel guilty about that because she is mobile? No, because I went through the same thing with my mom, and I talked to the airlines. I was like, now, nah, she can walk. She's just she's a little slow, but mostly I'm worried about her navigating the airport in, say, like Dallas. Like, Dallas is a giant airport. Yeah, there's a train involved. you got to get like, on a train, a bus. You know, if something changes, you know, my mom's not that tech savvy. They said, absolutely, this is what, this is what we're here for. So they will have the wheelchair pick her up and deliver her. She'll tip the guy. Why would you feel guilty about that? Okay, so, like, I just felt guilty because she's not disabled. I'm more concerned about her ability to navigate right. a giant airport. The guy whose job it is pushing people in wheelchairs don't mind, you know, as long as, you know, just have her tip the guy. That's their gig. Right. Oh, I didn't know you had to tip them. You don't have to, but shouldn't you? But Because we all see that. Do you ever go through the airport, and Dallas has got this thing, too. It's like a golf cart, and they're mm -hmm. honking that horn the whole time. Oh, yeah. Kind of infuriates me, to be honest, because they're kind of rude about it. It's like, I'm walking, and uh, you're in a car, so don't get mad at me. You don't like that they blow the horn to warn people that there's somebody behind <laughs> but them? But they're kind of aggressive, aren't they? Well, what, do you want a mime to stand up front and do <laughs> motions? No, they got to let people know when they're behind somebody. But it's a great little tool because I got onto the airline's website, and it was no big deal. I just logged in, and if you have somebody that needs maybe some extra help, uh, you can always sign them up for the wheelchair service, and they'll get them to and from their gates, whether they can walk or not. But it's uh, definitely an added bonus. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And I shouldn't feel guilty about that. And your mom did it, and it was great. Yeah, she can't. Yeah, I would never uh, put her on a plane, have her try to get through Dallas without I know, cause some assistance. She would just trip. she would just remain in Dallas forever. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be living in that airport like a Tom Hanks movie. Remember that guy just lived yeah, in the just airport, lived the, the terminal. Airport, that's right. Yeah.